0: The name's Bond. James Bond. Hello, welcome to Bond and Beyond, the Red Spotlight Entertainment Network's James Bond podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Lira, and with me I have Peter Martinez, like he has a choice.
1: How are you, Peter? I am without a choice. Um
0: Yeah, so in this episode uh we're gonna discuss uh You Only Live Twice and on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Um we're gonna discuss uh the good, bad, the ugly, some book differences here and there, and uh just uh the overall uh consistency. Well, one it has a consistent plot of all the other James Bond movies. The other one Kind of shakes it up a little bit, but not by much. Uh, (laughs) um, So we'll discuss all that stuff in the nitty gritty. But first we'll get to uh, Sean Connery's uh, era. You only live twice Mm -hmm. uh, and all that stuff. So Peter, um, I hope you have your letterboxed uh, description
1: ready. (laughs) Here we go. Oh, wait. I was on my notes. Let me switch over. You Only Live Twice directed by Lewis Gilbert You Only Live Twice and twice is the only way to live A mysterious spacecraft captures Russian and American space capsules and brings the two superpowers to the brink of war James Bond investigates the case in Japan and comes face to face with his arch enemy Blofeld Um yeah <laughs>
0: You and know, that's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole film. Um, this one probably has the longest list of notes. Oh God. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, first, uh, I first I want to know what you think about the movie. Uh, what
1: do you think about "You Only Live Twice"? <laughs> oh boy. Um, it's actually pretty good, despite it's it, it's very um, unfortunate aging uh, socially <laughs> socially um, yeah 100% socially in a lot of different aspects it well that's 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 bond in the 60s for you it aged like fine milk um, which is to say not well <laughs> at all. Um, but the aspects that did age well, they did age well. So there you go. Um, it's, it's fun. Um, I, I don't know if Sean Connery pops up again. I know he does for the, that other one, but like within this timeline, um. He does. Okay. Uh,
0: It's the next one after Honor Majesty Secret Service.
1: Oh, okay. Um. So you got one more Connery I was gonna say it's at least nice that he um, He He came face to face With his enemy at least once <laughs> Before he was done With uh, With uh, James Bond Yeah So that's good uh,
0: Well You'll get to
1: die. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever mm-hmm. They uh,
0: They have another squabble
1: um, but I'm saying, if this was going to be his last, at least he, um, because the, beat f- him in I list. don't what number was this? The fifth one? The fifth one in the series. Yeah. Yeah. It took until the fifth one to finally <laughs> meet Blofeld. Uh, but so yeah, it was nice that.
0: The author of all your pain. <laughs> That's, uh, Christoph Waltz's, uh, mm-hmm. Blofeld.
1: Um, I like it. I
0: do, on occasion, find it on the boring side. Somewhat. A little bit. Um, But all the stuff that is good is good. I mean, you have Donald Pleasance being very Donald Pleasance
1: about his Blofeld uh, uh, performance. I think I've heard you say on Her Majesty's Secret Service is your favorite, right? My favorite incarnation of of, uh, Blofeld. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We'll get to that later. We'll get to
0: that. God damn, Telly Savalas, he's just like, beautiful, with no no earlobes and all. Uh (laughs) Um, But we'll discuss that a little bit later. Uh, You have this, uh, Sean Connery, he feels like, you know, you could definitely tell the wear and tear of what the series is like, kind of doing on him. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm five films in, I'm just done, I'm ready to be done, you know, just like, you know, clock me out, you know, and it looks like he's just like powering through this movie, um, and this movie is like, not good. Behind the scenes, this is a nightmare for Sean Connery, because the, cause when they were filming in Japan, they, uh, the Japanese public was not giving him his public there was, uh, his privacy. There was even, like, some, uh, behind-the-scenes things where he was using the public restroom. And some Japanese paparazzi were, like, over the stall, you know, with the camera. Oh, really? Yeah. And so they were just, like, it, it was shit. And I, um, I don't, I don't blame
1: Sean Connery for, like, his attitude and all that stuff. I've, he's just,
0: I've, he's just done.
1: They have, like, very lax privacy laws, I feel like, in Japan. Because I remember seeing, like, uh... A clips of like a Japanese like game show not a game show but like a prank show and it would just uh-huh. be random people like go into like a a porta potty uh-huh. and then they would like press a button and all the, the 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 four walls would just drop and they'd be in public with their pants down in a on a, sitting on a toilet, and I'm pretty sure that is beyond illegal in the United States to be doing a, that shit. For a society that's like so technologically advanced, well, you would think no, that has nothing to do with technology. It it has everything just to do with culture. Um, it's just a difference of culture.
0: Um, I guess. But uh, anyway, I, uh, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I I definitely don't hate it. Um, I like it. I don't love it. This is where we're getting into mm-hmm. that kind of territory with yeah, the Bond movies. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but it's definitely one of the most influential. I mean, you look at what Austin Powers did, and oh yes, all that stuff, and you definitely see like you know, oh the hidden volcano base, and that it, you definitely see that with this movie.
1: Well, let's let's get to the. Uh to the
0: to the, so the Peter
1: Martinez notes. Okay, my first note was uh space the final frontier. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to be cute. I don't okay, goddamn it. This is what I mean. Okay. I, I write notes and I don't remember why I write them. Okay. But this is why I, think... I, I need to write the notes. Okay. I
0: I think you mentioned Space the Final Frontier and mentioning the cold open because yes, it starts yes. off in space.
1: Uh huh. How they capture the uh the US was it the US? Or yeah. was the the Russian? Um the second one, and again I don't remember exactly Oh yes, now I do. I said finally, uh, Ling killed that bastard Bond. <laughs> <laughs> um 'cause I fun fact Yeah Little factoid:
0: uh, You you see this actress uh, a little later in the Bond series, uh, Casino Royale. The same actress. The same actress. Also, she's the grandmother in a. I don't know if you know your D-coms, uh, but she's also the grandmother in a Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior.
1: I definitely don't know my DComs. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, especially, especially nothing past two thousand five. Um, okay. Oh, <laughs> this oriental theme ain't PC, which I mean, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, what do you think of the song? Very oriental. <laughs> it's, it's a nice song. Um, it is a nice song. I noticed um, with the next film, they like went in a very different direction. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, okay. The, um, There's one line that blows me away, like, in terms of, like, how, like, un-peacey PC is. It is, like, he asked, you know, why does Chinese girls taste
1: uh, different? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like, there's some quotes I have here that I might whip out. I don't think I wrote that one down, but yeah. There was a few.
0: And uh, and the uh, Ling, she says, you know, oh, you know, I make the best uh, pecking duck, you know, and it's just like <laughs> whipping out all those stereotypes a little bit early, aren't we? Uh, oh no, Bond but film. don't
1: worry, they get much worse later on in the Oh, film. definitely, definitely. Um, I wrote Pennyworth in a submarine now colon, someone, fuck, Pennyworth. I am Pennyworth. S- Penny. you mean? Money Penny, Money Penny, whatever. Who's Pennyworth? The Alfred Pennyworth. Oh shit! Well, Alfred needs Batman's some love butler. Too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah.
1: But yeah, Money Penny. He's I like been babysitting that brat Bruce Wayne for too long. Hey, hook them up, someone. Oh, <laughs> I wrote Sumo Wrestling. Where's Fat Bastard? Um, <laughs> that's all I could think. <laughs> When they had the, the 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 sumo match, I hope someone
0: has my wiring team ready.
1: <laughs> uh, it's shit, but okay. Um, and yeah, yeah. the very the beginning is very much like ah, oh, look, Japan, you know, and it's like it's nice, but then they'll say some shit, um, that's really mm. really uh uh.
0: Unabashed i know i know from today yeah
1: okay these two next notes you got to help me cuz i don't remember why i wrote them um okay i wrote what the fuck that back knife kill was hilarious and then i wrote we slide
0: oh yeah okay cuz uh, <laughs> cuz he's uh he's chasing his uh his uh his contact in, uh, through all the tunnels and all that stuff at the, uh, at the headquarters. And, uh, the trap door opens, and it's a s- giant slide that leads him to another room. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, I wrote, uh, this baller has a private train, which I do remember. Like, having okay. a private plane is one thing, because I feel like everyone can have a private plane. But to have a private train... That's some baller shit right there. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's bigger than a private plane. Um, okay, here we go. Asian orgy in Japan: men come first, come first. women come women second. Come
0: second, yes.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Like, and I noticed this especially in, uh. The next one on Her Majesty's Secret Service, women are very much portrayed almost like children. It's really creepy. <laughs> like, the mentality of of women. Like, oh, like but... they're... Uh, it's so creepy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh,
0: notice how in that orgy, like, quote, it's not an orgy It's not orgy an orgy, scene, they're just baiting but, them. But the vibe is very much orgies. Mm-hmm. Uh... Notice how they're in two different pools, so it's not
1: the gay. <laughs> Five feet apart, so they're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would pay so much money to see a gay James Bond. And I want them to do it now. So, uh, what's his name? Can, is still alive to see it. Sean Connery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wrote. My
0: James Bond.
1: Even Asian guy knows Money Penny trying to fuck.
0: Yeah, because uh, I okay. think I think he's he
1: says it, and it's like you're kind of a raging misogynist, Asian guy. But I mean, thank you at least for noticing that, that Money Penny hook up. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's like there's like crazy passing lines uh,
0: in between. Um, first of all, like going a little bit back into that submarine. Um, it's kind of crazy how they set up
1: the office in a submarine. I was going to say, it's so funny that, like, because you think it's like, okay, these are the headquarters, she's, like, the, um, uh, what's it called? The The secretary. The secretary and that. But then they just, like, take the office on the go, where it's, like... (laughs) She's a secretary. What is she doing on on this, like, um, big-ass fucking submarine? Like q uh not q the the main dude m m didn't have to be on that submarine they could they could have just sent some people and relayed a a message like i want you to do this but no they fucking took the whole office put it on a submarine even with
0: some of the furniture (laughs) and
1: it's like this is so impractical but i love it it's i want i want them to keep doing that i think that's so funny
0: um they do. They do. Especially okay. when we get to the Roger Moore era. You're, so
1: get ready. They just um, move the office work all over. Because it's like you imagine Money Penny. I feel like, okay, she has a home or at least like an apartment and it's like a day job, nine to five. And it's like, well, yeah. oh, the day job I'm in a submarine in some other part of the world today. Okay.
0: Like it's so weird. <laughs> Just another day in the office. <laughs> another day in the office. Um there also the um exchange that Muddy Penny and Bond have. Also, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. seductive Muddy Penny trying to fuck. Um but also it's like crazy I'm, oh James, by the way, and she hands him like this this uh translator dictionary kind of thing. And then he gives it back to her, and he's like, "Money, Benny, you forget I took a, uh, I took a uh, Orientals in uh in Oxford." <laughs> and I mean, it's just like passing, passing exchanges like that. Just like, wow. I also I like getting like little insights of like Bond's past and all throughout the entire, uh, throughout the entire run. It's not until Skyfall where we go full yeah. force into his backstory but i i like getting little glimpses of that in uh in these movies
1: um okay anyway next Um, with your notes plays into the asian woman are submissive trope hard which it does um and we kind of talked about yeah this film is not pc um you at all it's bad oh my god it gets so bad later on but i don't want to spoil it yet um <laughs> helicopter magnet was cool i thought that shit was cool Where they're just like here's a big old fucking cartoon magnet <laughs> and just and th- drop them off over the ocean um <laughs> i wrote lol i thought they were going to turn him into a martial artist on the rooftop um because it's very, it was like very much like a Jackie Chan movie where he runs yeah. onto the rooftop and then there's like 20 people like, whoa. And then um, he's just fighting them all, you yeah. know, but I think and then you have just...
0: that one long, like helicopter shot of him circling uh-huh. around the, the thing, which I like that, which I like that the, this helicopter pan around. It's good. It, I, I think that stuff like that is good. Um, It is definitely trying to like be like the genre film, of uh of the Bond films and
1: then yeah when you're five films in you could tell like they're each one they're trying to give like a theme um, yeah
0: this is like the Asian Bond film
1: yeah and w- the last one that was um the the aquatic one wasn't it <laughs> yeah it was
0: which Aquaman.
1: that that one should have been called Octopussy um,
0: Octopussy <laughs> um yeah the uh, The thing with this one, too, is that you have a. Yeah, it is the Oriental James Bond. It is, uh, you know, Bond, you know, Asia. That's this movie. The next movie, oh. You're in the snow. Yeah. You're in the Alps and it's all that stuff. It's the ski
1: vacation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then James
0: and then you get to Diamonds Are Forever and you're like, oh, you're in Vegas now. It's you the know? Vegas
1: one. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep doing that. I, I feel like at some point they stopped doing that because in the, at least the new ones with Daniel Craig, I don't feel like they do that. Um, not much really anyway.
0: Yeah. But then, but then you get to like, you know, with the Pierce Brosnan's you went and, and you got it. It's like, oh, it's the Sean Bean one. Or, oh, it's the, uh, you know, we're in, uh, we're in Asia again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like all that stuff. Oh, this one is the oil pipeline one, you <laughs> know, and you're just, you, you just go on to like the bits and bits, like m- Moonraker, Moonraker, it's which the space I space one. It's the space one, yeah. I mean you, you definitely see that the, the the license to kill is the cartel one. I mean, it's just ridiculous. They definitely follow the trends of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And the and the in Asian foreign films were big at the time. So they definitely dived so into the that. So the next
1: spot is gonna be the superhero one. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. No, that's called the Fast and the Furious um (laughs) family (laughs) it's all about family (laughs) family okay um what did I write oh of course the female villain starts kissing him fuck off with this shit (laughs) oh Um,
0: I she's probably one of the most least memorable parts about this movie mm -hmm. I mean it looks like they were trying to go Fiona Volpe Mm -hmm. 2.0 from the previous movie but it's just like unmemorable I guess
1: I agree. I forget who she is halfway through the film, which is Helga weird. Something because they introduce her pretty hard. Um, Q and his toy helicopter. The toy helicopter battle was cool. Oh,
0: little Nelly. Little Nelly is amazing. That's the name of the helicopter, and like the uh, way that it's like it's set up, and the way that there's there's an assembly sequence of them putting little Nelly together.
1: I do like how the at least these first bonds. I do feel like there is a serious attempt made to make every every film have their own unique action sequences. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this is his little toy helicopter you know, battle. Like you're not going to see that in any other James Bond film. And he uses different weapons. It's not just him shooting with one gun on his toy helicopter. Like he throws some flares, he throws some missiles. He like, sh- there's
0: so many machine guns on there. I mean, it's oh, yeah. just like, it, I think it, there was
1: a flamethrower. Like he, they, they throw all kinds of shit at the wall. And I was like, okay, that's what, if you're going to make one of these and every day until everyone's dead, like you're going to have to throw everything at the wall. So that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the, and it was like such a big like action sequence
0: enough to where it made it onto the poster. And that was like the big spread of the, Hey, look at this scene is going to come. And that's what you're going to pick. Look at this cool
1: toy helicopter. Buy it now. (laughs) Oh, I wrote, they stole the sets from Austin Powers. (laughs) Yeah,
0: very much so. I mean,
1: it's a volcano lair. A volcano lair. But just like, just the random, like, dozens upon dozens of people just randomly running around in like suits. Pressing random buttons, driving around and and like little of um, <laughs> little cars, little ch- cars, yeah. and go karts and stuff. And it's and... like, oh my god, this is Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, uh, even to where,
0: even to what, uh, where, uh, what Donald Pleasance looks like in this movie, he has the scar, mm-hmm. he's bald, he has the narrow jacket, he has the cat. Oh, it's one hundred
1: percent from this film. Everything about Doctor Evil is from this film. Um I wrote Ha 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 piranha pole kill, which I mean, come on. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm, oh perfect. Um I wrote Of course there's a fucking samurai school and a fucking ninja army. Holy <laughs> shit. Like even to where they're doing the kind of like racist, like oh like they they really did try to shove in every stereotype evenly imaginable. <laughs> oh my god! This film.
0: Do you have uh, James Bond's uh, Asian makeover? Okay, here we notes? go. Okay,
1: I wrote in all caps. Oh my god, they're doing yellow face. Holy fuck! Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Oh, no, no. Because I thought, like, okay, like, this is really cheesy and dumb. Like, oh, we're going to teach you to be a a ninja warrior. And it's like, okay, whatever. Um, But they're like, but first, you must look Japanese. And I was like, no. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) No. And then they bring it back in. And it's like, oh, God.
0: They make him squint his
1: eyes, they
0: make him hunch over. So he, because at six foot four. You're obviously
1: gonna stand out amongst all the all the Asians. And- yeah, Japanese are usually shorter, and you know, as a Mexican, I know that Mexicans are usually short too. Um, yeah, that was bad. They didn't go like full. I thought they were gonna go like super slits. Like I thought it was gonna be like, oh god. It seems like, like all they really did was give him bushy eyebrows and then make him kind of darker, which is weird.
0: Like uh, you thought they were gonna go Mickey Rooney from I th- Breakfast th- at yeah, Tiffany's. Yeah, I thought they
1: were gonna go like hardcore Mickey Rooney, but it's like I look at him and it's just like he looks like a white guy with makeup. <laughs> they didn't do the best job, but I mean, I should I should probably just be happy that it wasn't Mickey Rooney that far. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's bad. Um. oh I wrote this the poison line is an ingenious idea Um, I actually thought that was like oh shit that's a good idea to murder someone because they have like the the, the line string. the string yeah. that goes to their mouth and then they pour it and then it follows along the line I was like okay that's actually a pretty interesting also, it's idea it's
0: inconspicuous you know and mm. I feel like that came from because that's in the book as well oh okay and and uh, like that, that feels like something that would be done, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the age of espionage and all that stuff. Like just like, uh, like when, and also like, that's where it gets to like Doctor No when you see actual spy shit happening when he puts a a, a thread of his hair. Onto the, uh, onto the closet to see if, you know, somebody will open it to make mm-hmm. sure that, you know, that area is safe to be used and all that stuff. And that, uh, if his place will be searched. I like the little touches like that where you see actual genuine spy shit actually happening.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I everyone always makes this joke, but, like, yeah, if you're a spy, you're not gonna tell your real name to fucking everyone. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, the name's Bond, James Bond, which, uh, there was a... Theory where th- that is just a code name that he uses.
1: Yeah, but then you would change it after every mission. Let me put it this way: if you're a world-renowned spy, you're not a good spy. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows you. Yeah. Um, uh, like, think about it. Every other like spy film, like one of their big. Uh, a lot of times, the big, like, MacGuffin that they're trying to stop the bad guy from getting or releasing is a list of all the spies in and their aliases and mm-hmm. where they are right now. And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, because obviously, because to be a spy is to be inconspicuous. Um, like, Fallout
0: no. did that. Uh, fuck, even uh, Skyfall did that itself, you mm-hmm. know, so... Conspicuous and conspicuity is like the the name of the espionage game, but yeah. Um, also rest in peace. Also rest in peace to uh, to uh, to uh, Aki, that's her name. Aki. Um,
1: Aki. Okay. All right. R.I.P. Rip. Bond is more hurt over f- fake having an ugly wife than the girl dying. Uh and then immediately followed with and of course she isn't actually ugly god forbid like <laughs> like at this point like I was, the sexism is weighing on me where we it's like uh, we get it we get uh, it
0: this new oh. bond girl that uh, that, uh, that appears her name is Kissy Suzuki uh <laughs> okay um also uh kissy suzuki is uh dubbed by somebody else mm. and you could bet your ass that she's dubbed by a white girl of course of course uh Who- her name is her name is Hama, and the thing this is like this is such a huge thing like, if you're in a Bond film, like, that's, like, the big the big thing, you know, nowadays, mm. you know, back in the day. You know, oh, you're in a Bond film, you know, and it has that kind of weight because of pop culture weight. Um, and uh, me wanted to be in uh, uh, You Only Live Twice uh, so bad. She was like, you know, I don't, if I don't get this role, you know, I'm going to be led to suicide and all that stuff. Like, oh, it was, God. It was big and and all that stuff. so uh luckily that she got the role um but like it, it it just like that kind of weight that the this franchise has i guess on people and what they're willing to do to be in this is kind of like extreme i guess yeah <laughs> you know what i mean very fucking uh,
1: extreme holy shit
0: uh but anyway continue with your notes
1: um Oh, I wrote "lol suction cup knees" because <laughs> he has the little suction cups when he's going down the the volcano. Yeah, and I just I could just imagine the like, the little pop as he goes down. Um. Oh, and I don't think I wrote this down, but I definitely remember this. I'm like, "Fuck!" Can no one see him climb his ass down the down the walls? No one sees the guy climb. Okay. I know he's kind of like in a gray suit, but oh yeah, I did write it down. I wrote, "How does no one see him?" <laughs> um, oh, I wrote, "Finally, we see Blofeld." Um, and I'll say, um, I think this of the Blofelds we've seen so far, which is like I don't know two. Uh, so far,
0: you've only seen three in the official uh, in the official capacity. Three? You've seen. Yeah, you've seen Christoph Waltz. Oh,
1: I'm not counting that one. I'm counting... Oh, so far in chronologically. Yeah, yes, chronologically. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, but if you want to include that one, you can include that one too. I think this one's my favorite.
0: Oh, Donald Pleasance? Yes, I love okay. Donald Pleasant He is a favorite of a lot of people. Mm-hmm.
1: I think he brings a real presence. I think he's the most menacing out of all of them. Um, he was the, yeah, out of all the Bond villains, none of them have ever felt menacing. Uh, I feel like this one was the first one I was like, oh shit, this guy feels menacing and he hit. and because yeah. it's Donald Pre- pleasant he brings a very, a little bit of gravitas to it. Um, yeah. so yeah. I, AKA,
0: AKA, Dr. Evil. uh, Dr. L- Dr. Loomis <laughs> Dr. Evil. from, uh, from, uh, Halloween, from the Halloween series. Mm-hmm. And I was like ah oh, cool and all of that which I like to point out I knew Halloween before uh, watching the Bond films because that oh, like, okay. was because uh the first Halloween movie was my first uh horror film oh, okay. so I was like oh it's uh it's Numis. it's a Loomis from a uh, Numis is the new guy in 2018 um but I was like oh okay that's uh that's that guy cool mm-hmm. um but Donald Pleasant's yeah. I mean and also he gets to name drop the title
1: of the film. Oh, that's what I wrote next. I wrote um they said the title You will live <laughs> twice, Mr. Mr. Bond. Bond. <laughs> um <laughs> and then I only have two more notes, which was a ninja battle, which again, that okay. was that was a great battle. Um yeah. they're they're propelling down and you know explosions. And you know, bonds running around, you know, haha, you know, karate chopping people. It's all also, fun. What
0: a, what a yeah. great set
1: piece, that yeah. base was. Yeah, I think it's like it was weird, well designed. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like there's a giant sort of dome area, and then and they're you know you have the good guys rappelling down, and then they're all like shooting upwards.
0: Well, that's the magic of like the of a Ken Adam. You know, working, and he's the production designer, and he worked on the production design until we get to the Spy Who Loved Me. Um, and you get like all these grandiose, you know, bombastic, you know, uh, sets and all that stuff that really work in the confines of these uh, these films, and you definitely see it in this one, and influenced into what we keep on referencing, uh, Austin Powers, and. That's where you get all that stuff. Also, uh, Donald Pleasance, he said, I loved working on this film. However, I fucking hated the cat.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) That was a cute cat.
0: Yeah, but it was like a little shit. It didn't want to be there. It's kind of like Sean Connery himself. Just didn't want to
1: be there. I think every James Bond actor goes until they don't want to be there. So (laughs) it's a rite of passage. Well, it seems like, except for the next one. Well, actually, that's not true. You just didn't want to be. Okay. My last note was uh, money penny, more like water penny. And that was it. I thought I was clever. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. why. I think she was in the water. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, oh, they pick him up on the, on the, the, the on boat. The, the boat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Which it seems like that's like the common rescue point, I guess. Yeah, or like the every point, one of these films of the water.
1: ends with him and the girl being rescued. Every yeah, single or, one, at least on the water too. Yeah, but like also with um, what's her They were on the in Goldfinger, they were on the ground. Yeah, but uh, but here's the thing. Huh. They were near a lake. Oh, okay. Near water. <laughs> near water. But yeah, it's just like, fuck. Like, this is why I say they're all the same movie. Just like, uh, it's the same movie remade again and again. Like, every ending is the same. Like, oh.
0: Yeah, it's very formulaic. Very.
1: You well, definitely see it. Uh, you can see with the next one, I think they try to break that formula. That's why this one sort of feels like the ending to me. Well, I don't know. I guess I'll see with the next film. But it kind of feels like the ending to me of the, of the Sean the Connery, Con- the Connery era. Even if he is in other films, like this, these were very much a certain way. Um, and I did surprise. Like I said, like I really like um, Donald Pleasance. I liked a lot of the goofy, fun action scenes, the the base and the ninja battles. There's a lot of fun stuff that I actually ended up liking it more than I thought I would. Um but then there's also some extremely like yikes stuff where it's just like in terms of like uh, social and pc yeah. why is it's just mm.
0: like it 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 doesn't age well um no and i and i did tell you i did tell you that you're going to a very problematic series um but yeah uh, it's it's insane that we get like a preview filled in this movie
1: what do you mean a preview Blofeld?
0: Because uh, an actor who plays a uh, Blofeld in a in a further James Bond movie is in this movie playing a different character, um, Charles Gray. I don't know if you know him. No. He he's the guy. He goes to visit the British guy. He's I the guy. He and uh, he dies. He dies uh, from the from the knife through the paper wall
1: oh yeah 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 i think that was funny oh that's what i said was funny because i remember i said the back knife thing was funny because he's just standing there and then you're yeah. like wait what's going on and then he like falls and it's like oh shit they stabbed him through the thing yeah okay you're talking about that Not- guy yeah oh okay
0: yeah he plays a uh, blowfeld in uh, diamonds are forever yeah so anyway uh final thoughts on uh, you only
1: live twice Uh, this is, I think the most, um, it's interesting with the series, um, with specifically the Craig era, not wait, not Craig Connery era, um, where it's like, it started off really basic and then they slowly like upped it, upped it, upped it. And then I feel like they kind of peak and then they keep upping it and then it starts to cause it to wobble. Where it's like, oh, this has a lot of really awesome stuff that I love more than the previous films, but then it has less awesome stuff than the previous films. And then with this one, too, mm-hmm. it has some of the most awesome stuff in the film so far, and then some of the least awesome stuff in the film so far. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like it, it going it went, it went, it went, it peaked, and then it started to wobble a little bit with these, I think, at least past two films so like this one and thunderball um yeah um this
0: movie is uh it, it it's probably one of the most in, again it's probably one of the most influential of the bond films um it, because a lot of people are like oh the, this really holds it to like the, the gold standard of like where goldfinger stands as well i mean where a lot of people like when people think of Bond, they think of, oh, it's the, it's the bald guy with the, with the, with the white, uh, Persian cat, you know, yeah, and just yeah. like, and, a of hidden base and something ecological, like a volcano or something like that, and you definitely get a lot of that in this movie, and plus you have Sean Connery in it, and... It's just, like, one of those quintessential Bond films that a lot of people, a lot of people are like, oh, this is it. Unfortunately en- enough, because uh, a lot of it... Because it, it does lean on the boring side a little bit, because there is a lot of, like... I guess, like, uninteresting things going on as well with it, especially with, like, the, you know, the henchmen, uh, Tiger Tanaga, they don't do anything other than, like, the... Other than the couple of lines that he puts, like, you know in Japan, men come first, women come second, and, you know, she is very sexiful. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's
0: stuff like that.
1: Um, um, women really are just objects in this film, and if they ever become higher than that, it's, like, at the level of children, which almost makes it creepier. Um... um <laughs> oh God. The opening song...
0: The opening song... Um, a little little insight on it, it mm-hmm. it's sung by nancy sinatra the daughter of uh one mr frank sinatra i think i've heard of him um she was so nervous to be singing a bond song that you're listening to 20 different 20 to 25 different clips of her singing the song Smashed together, and that's what you hear in the in the opening song.
1: Really, um, that's funny. Um. And uh,
0: and yeah, so you got that. She was really nervous, and then with the other song, Thunderball, you had uh, you had uh, Tom Jones pass out from holding a note really long. Um, also, in the beginning, the song that you hear uh, when they're in space. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael G, uh, Giacchino. This is where it like it it holds the line of me calling him brilliant because there are times where he and also Peter's holding a cat right now. He is you only uh, lived
1: twice, Mister Bond.
0: Um, he let let me face let's face it: the Chrono sequence and uh The Incredibles is straight up ripped off from the beginning sequence of
1: this uh of this film. So you're calling Michael Giacchino a hack? Yes,
0: I am calling Michael
1: Giacchino a hack. Don't let Alexis hear you say that. Oh, I've let him know. <laughs> I let him know
0: that many a times.
1: Um, yeah, that's, um, I mean, it's probably he probably took it from there. I mean, yeah. And
0: also, when we get to the next film, the opening title sounds straight out of the... Uh, uh, it's really clear and evident that uh, that Michael Giacchino ripped off the Incredibles theme song from the opening titles of the next song that we're going to talk
1: about. Oh, okay, let's jump into it, shall we? On yeah. Her Majesty's, Majesty's Secret, Secret Service, Service, directed by Peter R. Hunt. Okay. Far up, far out, far more. James Bond 007 is back. James Bond tracks his arch nemesis Ernst Blofeld to a mountaintop retreat where he is training an army of beautiful, lethal women. Along the way, Bond falls for Italian Contessa Tracy Draco and marries her in order to get closer to Blofeld. Okay, (laughs) there you go. Okay.
0: Uh. I want to begin this conversation, the uh, the beginning of this conversation, by saying that this is probably one of my favorite all time favorites. Okay, okay. Of the Bond films, because like the way it looks, the way it's shot, mm-hmm. uh, the way that it does something different with Bond and uh, and his character, um. Telly Savalas' performance as Blofeld blows me away. Um, it's also a
1: Christmas film, kinda. Technically, um, yeah, that's true. They get Christmas gifts and stuff.
0: It, and uh, also, uh, Teresa is probably one of my favorite Bond girls, mm-hmm. played by uh, uh, Diana Rigg. and she Lady AKA, Elena. Lady Elena Tyrell, yes. Um, And she's fantastic in this, and I think that this movie is fantastic. The music is absolutely gorgeous Um, with what John Barry does, especially with the opening titles. It's just brilliant. I love it. It is up there along with Casino Royale and some others that we'll get to later, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's definitely top five for me. Um We'll see where it stands with you, uh, Peter, as you get with your notes. Oh boy, um, I
1: think you're going to regret doing this. Oh boy, okay, go on. Um, I agree with about one of your points. Uh, <laughs> okay. I liked Lady Aletta. I, this one was actually one of my least favorite. I kind of found it boring.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's wild. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, we'll get into it, but like, I had way less notes on this one because I, to me, there was just not much to say. Um, well, let's start with the beginning. Uh, my first note was, <laughs> "How dare you stand where he stood." <laughs> uh- <laughs> uh,
0: Peter is obviously talking about uh, uh, George Lazenby.
1: yes, the
0: Australian model stepping in Mm -hmm. to play James Bond.
1: I was wondering what his accent was—Australian. Okay, so you know the Australian invasion of of stealing our American acting. Well, actually, this isn't American; it's British. Never mind. Anyway, (laughs) Australian with the—they're stealing all our roles. anything with the queen on the note yes all i'm saying is australians are stealing all our roles go back go back every actor that with an american accent you're like oh they're an american wrong it's british it's either british or australian um well i think we can start talking about him he's definitely less of a dick than Sean Connery's, yeah, <laughs> James Vaughn You could tell right off the bat he's not as um as dinkish, as aggressive, um as. I
0: mean, he does. I mean, he does slap Teresa.
1: He does. At one point. Um, but I also get he's like trying to save her life. Um, mm-hmm. he didn't rape anyone, so that's fifty steps a- a- above ab- above. <laughs> Uh, Sean I don't know. Connery. He only had one outing. Yeah. Who knows what could have happened with more. Um, and I did read that. I read, I was like, oh, he's only in one. Okay. Um, but I also kind of found him more boring next to okay. Sean. Cause I felt like Sean Connery, he, he very much has a, a screen presence. Sean Connery, you know, he comes in. Oh, nice to see you. Sean Connery. Like, <laughs> This is
0: Connery isms yeah I'm sure not natural. Nat- you know he- <laughs> naturally being
1: Scottish <laughs> yeah, you know he with his, the way he gives his looks, you know the he um his quips. I feel like Sean Connery really had a presence that I think with these kinds of films you need like that's why you look at with that's why something like the mission Impossible films wouldn't mm-hmm. work without for me. With, without tom Cruise without tom Cruise because tom Cruise he has that presence you know he can do right. a, a lot with a look or a grunt or a laugh he he has the movie star screen presence and that's what and when Sean he Connor runs has. when he runs that boy is running he's running um <laughs> i mean he's almost 60 but he's still running holy shit. and he's
0: hanging on to like freaking planes and all that stuff and it's just like insane mm-hmm. he's Actually, uh, controlling that helicopter and fall out—I mean, it's just insane.
1: The man loves to work. <laughs> um, yeah, but with him, it's like I, it's that Scientology. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> it gave him extra feetins to accomplish what he needed to do. Um, but with this guy in Under um, Major Secret Service, I, I, he looks good on a poster, and again, I like his less aggressive attitude. But I think he very much does not have the screen presence necessary to, okay. to 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 carry a bond like you need you need a movie star for for these kinds of films i really feel like you do
0: well he wasn't um, a movie star he was I, yeah. a model he
1: was a model yeah but i mean a lot of movie stars start out as models let's be, let's be real here but this is like his first acting role too yeah. i mean okay. with models the rock's first acting role was the scorpion king and he knocked that shit out of the park
0: okay but you could you could kind <laughs> but you could kind of like make an argument that he was an actor before when uh, he was in his wwe uh mm-hmm.
1: days uh, it's like community theater yeah, <laughs> like that's the level. He got his training through there. <laughs> yeah. Um but what's his name? Uh shoot shoot shoot. The um he's English actor. Um he was in Inception. I don't know why Inception. He's been in so Tom much. Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. He started out as a model. Yeah. Um I think Jason Statham started out as a model. Ooh. Uh, I think Tom Hardy would be an amazing Bond. I think he'd be good, too. But that's what I mean. You need that. You need a presence to where it's like... you get. You, all you need to give is a look, say a line a certain way, and it's like you're pulled but, in as an audience member. I don't know.
0: I like. I wish... Like, in an alternate timeline of this universe, uh, George Lazenby went on to do Diamonds Are Forever... And all that stuff, and he continued on as Bond.
1: Uh, um, I would like to see him come into his own as Bond. I I read that he said he was only doing Run One James Bond during production, so like, what what was up with that? Like, he really just didn't want to continue.
0: Well, you see, he was he was uh he was gonna follow the the hippie movement. Oh, okay. He. He was gonna follow the hippie movement and he was like, Oh, Bond is very, you know, establishment and all that stuff, and he grew out a beard and he, you know, he joined some hippie uh uh you know marches and all that stuff and he was very he's a very uh uh I wouldn't say socialist savvy of the bond. Is he still alive? He's still alive. Oh, okay. Uh, Because like one of the highlights of uh, of uh, him being James Bond, according to like modern interviews, is he says that oh, I got to be in Switzerland and be with girls.
1: That's a very James Bond
0: answer. That is a very (laughs) James Bond answer. Yeah, Um, but yeah, that's what happened. He grew out a beard. He was like, oh, Bond is you know for the establishment and and all that
1: stuff. Goddamn hippie. (laughs)
0: <laughs> goddamn damn hippie. Yeah, and so that's where he was like in terms of like mentally. He George lazenby to this day he says that he regrets not doing any more uh
1: following it. Well, I mean, um, yeah, you look back and it's like fuck, that's a lot of money. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, come on. Uh but yeah, also he plays guitar. Oh. And I mm-hmm. So I was like, "Okay.
1: All right. Um okay, what what else?" we're barely like two seconds in oh i wrote beach fight is pretty hot um (laughs) him with the him with the very uh wet t-shirt thing well him both the him and the villain wet t-shirt very slow-mo in the in the in like the the sun's hitting just right so you can see yeah yeah actually
0: that scene is supposed to be shot from light to dark oh really like they put a blue tint over it to uh-huh. like say oh it's at night
1: uh-huh but it's during the day
0: but it's during the day oh, okay. yeah
1: oh okay see i don't even notice so that's pretty good or maybe they like re um what's the word <laughs> uh refurbished the film so to speak when they put oh it by the, the way. way
0: in glorious hd this film looks gorgeous but that's just me i like <laughs> I, like it blew me away watching all these. Uh, I mean, you're you're lending. Uh, I lent it to you. Uh, but like, watching all these films again, like after I bought it, the I'm sure you set, saw
1: every single one again.
0: Yes, and these movies, got icing on the cake, icing
1: on the cake for me. Brilliant, beautiful. Um. Oh, okay. Anyway, continue. He bro- Oh, uh, here's a quote. This never happened to the happened other to the other fella. <laughs> and I wrote a giant "fuck you." <laughs> I was still very much in "How dare you stand where he stood?" phase when I wrote that. that.
0: I love that line,
1: but it's, it's a dr- it's like they break the fourth wall to be like, "Ha ha, he's not Sean cottery. <laughs> and it's, it's like
0: addressing the elephant in the room.
1: But it confuses confuses me, because I was like, oh, okay, so is this, like... A different guy? A different guy, you know? Like, maybe the other guy, like, retired, and it's like, oh, okay, so you're the new James Bond 007. Um, But it's like, oh, I'm chasing Blofeld, and they very much make it seem like they have past history, and they're, like, arch enemies, and it's like, that only makes sense if he's the same James Bond from it, the previous films you know what i mean uh-huh the um, same bond yeah but then why'd you say that line it confused the shit out of it, him.
0: It's a, just to be a wink and a nod yeah but there's kind of other thing. lines you could do it's to make coy. it to
1: make it less confusing um because the the lady elena could have been like oh you look like someone else Oh, uh, she could have been like, you don't look like a James Bond. And she's like, I assure you I am. Or like some shit like that. Um, <laughs> or, he's, or he could be like, oh, I get that all the time. Um, oh, yeah. by the way, right yeah. off
0: the gate, he, uh, he gives off the line.
1: The name's Bond, James Bond. Also, um, was he stalking her? What was up with that?
0: I have no idea. It was just you're just right in the middle of the action, okay. And I kind of like that. I kind of like.
1: That. I kind of like it, but I also thought they were gonna explain like, oh, why is he tailing her? Um, well, it's it's whatever. <laughs> um,
0: it's in the middle of the
1: action and yeah. all that stuff. Um, oh, why did she want to kill herself? Rich people problems. Yeah, that they really they kind of skate over some some key details and i get it she it's it's not that kind of movie but it's like she
0: has uh what we know about her about like her traits she has a gambling problem Mm -hmm. a horrible gambling problem uh she she likes to live her life dangerously
1: (laughs) yeah but it's like you would think like oh maybe she's running away from something but why does that shit disappear once she meets Bond? Like, wouldn't that shit? Stick oh, because after her? because get
0: it because once you marry
1: a man, all your problems are solved. That's true. We need to all marry men. Um, <laughs> you need a marry man. I need a marry man. We all uh, need a marry. We well, <laughs> all need a marry man. Uh, first Bond opening that isn't just projections. So this is the first time they're like, let's get weird. <laughs> let's
0: get weird. Let's get funky. Yeah. I god like oh my god this opening song kills me every time it is like it has like the perfect orchestral thing you have like a synthesizer plus the orchestra plus uh plus some electric guitars going on there's no plus the-
1: There's no lyrics, though. I know, but that's what makes
0: it so gorgeous. It's just, like, a swelling of beautiful music playing with you. And, like, the way it starts off, you know, like, it just starts off... Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun! And it's just, like, brilliant. And, like, the lead-up to that as well, from that awesome line, you know, this never happened to the other fella. And then it starts off right there, and it's just brilliant and... Like the music just starts swelling and it's just gorgeous and I'm in it for the ride. Once that music plays, I'm like, just like, yes, Peter Hunt, uh, do your magic. <laughs>
1: With but this there's film. no lyrics.
0: It doesn't matter. I like That's... the
1: lyrics, though. <laughs> let the sky fall, let it tumble. And I,
0: I think that this is like... The, it's not like the other Bonds, you know, and mm-hmm. I and I like that. I like that mm-hmm. kind of like diversity with your uh, Bond
1: storytelling and filmmaking and all that stuff. If, so Bond, like... if Bond's known for one thing, it's diversity.
0: Oh, not that kind of diversity. <laughs> but like in terms of like film, like mm-hmm. making films and all that stuff, it's just brilliant. I, I love it. And it, it, it blows me away. It's awesome. I, I, I can't gush over it enough. Continue with your notes before I continue. <laughs>
1: um, let me see. God, every time I open it, my phone's dying. So I keep closing it and opening it. Um, I just wrote lady Olena. She, she, she looks the same. Like you could say, you could tell by her face. There's some people that you can't tell like from older to younger. Um, mm-hmm. obviously she looks much older now because this was like, what? 60 years ago or whatever. This is a long time right. ago. Um, but she has the same face; like you can tell it's her. Like yeah, like it's
0: kind of like your Dick Van Dyke's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Dick um, Van Dyke looks the same like he did years ago. It's just a little bit more aged up mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I will say as a whole, uh, Lady Elena. I refuse to call her by whatever her name is. <laughs> she's Lady Elena. Uh, she's easily my favorite Bond girl. Okay. So far, um I'm wh- I'm right with you. Yeah, cuz it's like, oh wow, she's a character somewhat. Like she's she's somewhat interesting. Like um she has some shit she's running away from. Um she's she wasn't she didn't immediately fall over and be like, "I love I love you, Bond. No,
0: she's very resistant Mm -hmm. towards him until we get to, like, later. Mm -hmm. When he does actually... And this is where you get to, like, where you do diversify, where uh, George Lazenby starts and... Uh, Sean Connery ends is that he's automatically like he automatically goes into her you know cuz he, her dad did say some dickish things and said you know oh you know you're never going to amount to anything and all that stuff and he
1: what goes she to her, needs is a man to dominate man. her Yeah
0: that that's a horrible line but we're oh, 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 getting over that
1: um <laughs> you got to get over <laughs> a lot of that holy shit Oh and I uh, I also wrote in a later uh note but i guess i'll just say it here um the the dad's girlfriend is looks significantly younger (laughs) than his daughter probably is yeah very creepy um but go ahead
0: uh yeah but he does run to her like to like check on her and see if she's Mm -hmm. okay after after that comment and like i think that just that little bit of kindness you know, mm-hmm. you could see that kind of turn and also like, oh, maybe, maybe Bond isn't so mm-hmm. bad after all kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, Bond definitely is less dickish. I will say my issue with the film is, and this is a big issue. Um, I think it starts off really good with that. Oh, like my comment. Oh, shit. Let me read. Um,
0: also, their love uh, theme is uh, Louis Armstrong's uh, final song that he ever
1: made. Mm hmm. Right, I wrote. What the fuck? I guess the story is over now, and it's the notebook, um, <laughs> <laughs> because we're kind of skipping ahead a bit. But like, um, all right, I put. I wrote. At least this bond gives Money Penny a little love um, in between there, because that's when it's the same Money Penny, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Nice yeah. Okay.
0: she's gonna continue being the same Money Penny until a view to a
1: kill. Damn. She's there for a while. Damn hey at least you know bond loves older women so that's that's a plus they're not all barely 18 um but yeah with this one i don't like how it's like it's like a montage of like them falling in love yeah like, carriage rides picnics and <laughs> all that stuff but like the film i think is paced really weird like really weird um, okay because it's like the film starts and it's like okay he has this thing with this girl and like you think that like uh they're going to grow together throughout the mission cuz she's still going to be involved somehow and uh-huh. uh, but what happens is like they meet they get together i like the beginning stuff with them and then montage of them falling in love and then it's almost as if like the first third of the film never happened and then we cut to bond and going to switzerland going to switzerland and it's like a completely different film and i'm like did i fucking press the skip button like what happened (laughs) like and it's like i there's a comment later (laughs) um but uh let me write i wrote like wasn't lady olena in this film and then like 10 seconds later i wrote oh there she is because that's right when she popped up again but it's like yeah like every I think that was a grave miscalculation with the film. She should have... And I guess they just wanted him to be around other beautiful women that he can fuck. Um, but again, it hurts the relationship that's supposed to be blossoming between those two. Where I think it would have worked much, much better if she had like um, followed him to the Alps. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you saw there that's where you saw the love blossom and grow, not have a quick montage and be like, okay, see ya, now let's have a James Bond film. (laughs) I think it's really weirdly paced like that. Um, You see, to me, like, it's weirdly paced,
0: but I'm already enjoying the ride anyway mm kind of thing. That I that it doesn't bother me as much because mm. I'm just seeing him go to Switzerland, and you have and then also you introduce Telly Savales as a as Blofeld, and mm. uh, and it's it just so happens to be Christmas that it's just it's wild and wild things are happening, and that that whole thing also you get a little bit of uh, James Bond genuinely being scared, which you don't get a lot um especially when he's on that uh on that chase with the with the one ski and hit him like, oh yeah yeah escaping all that stuff mm-hmm. and just like the genuine terror that's on James Bond's face from like trying to escape and i think that's brilliant as well um and i think that this is uh this is an excellent thing also a brilliant sidekick is a woman it, for uh, a uh with Irma Bunt
1: um i think <laughs> Um, I'm going to be honest, her and Blofeld, (laughs) I was like, they're, they, They They, I, they, I wasn't in love with them. Um, um, he's definitely much more of like a smooth Blofeld. Uh It's like, um, (laughs) and transferring from the past Blofeld and um, Bond and coming into this one, it's like Blofeld zapped some of his smoothness and it transferred over to Blofeld. <laughs> so also he uh,
0: holds his cigarettes weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, Bond and he hasn't
1: Bond became less smooth and Blofeld became more smooth. And he has no uh no earlobes. Yeah, is... they kept pointing that out and I'm like <laughs> it feels like whoever the writer was just discovered some people don't have earlobes and they're like, This is fucking crazy. I need <laughs> I need to put this in my script. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. I know a lot of people that don't have earlobes. Also, like...
0: it's fir- also, it's the first time that something of Blofeld is, like, addressed in the film is that he constantly changes his appearance.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. And I think it's just to keep having a different Blofeld, which I think no, is... No, but
0: in the book, they address that as well. He could, oh, really? He is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing oh, in the books okay. as well. and That's where he explains, you know, how he could go from, like, Donald Pleasant's or the guy with hair...
1: In the mm-hmm.
0: in the other movies, but I guess my um, thing is
1: like they don't explain it for James Bond, so I I kind of don't care if they explain it for him. <laughs> uh, but then you
0: see it in Diamonds Are Forever. You haven't got to that one yet. Oh, okay. And it, ex- and it goes into that a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh. What do you think of the? Pl- okay. Explain to me the plot of what uh
1: Blowfield is going for. Okay. So he. he, he I, no, I got it. I totally got it. Okay. okay. He gets 10 random women from across the world. And of course, they have to be models. Because otherwise, who would James Bond sleep with? Even though he's falling in love with this other girl. But, you know. Uh, you know monogamy, shemogamy, apparently. Um, and they have allergies. And... What he's gonna do somehow through they've done something to the girls where he's going to mind control them to spread a disease that will kill crops, um, unless they give him one billion, billion dollars and um make him the official uh what would they call him the uh the
0: disease specialist
1: no 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 there was a title um what was the title that that was the whole thing that he came there to investigate bond
0: oh i forgot oh, okay. i completely forgot that but yeah that, this is where uh, where uh, Poppy Fields uh, completely ripped her, uh, her plan off. You know who she is? No, that's a uh, Julianne Morris
1: character in uh, Kingsman Two. Oh well, that's, that's... D- d- different because I don't. This disease doesn't attack humans; it attacks crops.
0: Yeah, but it's like kind of like the same thing, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna spread famine or something like that, and uh, I have the only like cure, cure. for yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and it, that kind you know, of give...
1: like if you don't want it, then send me the money, make comply to my demands because I'm the only one with the cure. Yeah, um, and that's
0: kind of like what Bofield is doing in this movie mm-hmm. as well.
1: Yeah, and I was like, okay, you know, interesting. Interesting. I like when they try to be interesting with the villain plots, uh, as far as like what they're gonna do. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, that's different.
0: It's the most maniacal. I have to say that it's not anything related to the Cold War or anything like that. It's just like I'm gonna spread disease throughout the whole of you know the world's you know mm-hmm. agriculture, and I only have the thing, and so muahahaha.
1: I like when they're dumb. Like I, <laughs> I will capture the the american olympic team and make them lose the olympics and thus their status around the world like i like the goofy shit like that <laughs> and then i'll make the un you know
0: cut you know spark the next world war mm-hmm. and just like completely stupid like that. yeah like um, when we get to uh, hugo drax and he wants to pretty much like blow up the world and start all over a uh, moonraker oof.
1: mr thanos i
0: see Um, yeah. Um, like stuff like that is like, you know, when it comes to stupid plots like that and it's like not Cold War related, I find those plot points more interesting. Like it's just like what the villain wants to do. Um, but anyway, continue.
1: Um, let me see. Oh, I, we skipped over this one. This really isn't related to anything, but I just noticed. I wrote, holy fuck, they had a guy get hit by a bull. Because um, they went to that bull fight, and they mm-hmm. like they actually had, because there isn't no CG at this time, a bull straight up run at a guy and like knock him, and I was like, oh, fuck. Well, like, they
0: threw a guy, well, Okay.
1: Question: mm-hmm. Do you think they'll stop
0: at just throwing a guy in a shark, uh, pool in a <laughs> Thunderball?
1: It's like they're trying to kill their, <laughs> kill as they're many stuntmen. people they can. Yeah, they're yeah. stuntmen. Um,
0: it turns out, uh, it turns out Albert Broccoli he was the real uh, Bond villain the whole time.
1: Oh, I wrote. Uh, I guess Bowfield is on a winter vacay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ooh, I think you won't like this comment. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wrote these are dollar store Bond and Blofeld. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Okay. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> because at that time, like, I just got done with the last one, and I found um, Donald Pleasance and Sean Connery much more captivating and their interactions cuz you know you had Donald Pleasance intimidating with this cat and Sean Corner, yeah yes, well, you see there is escape you know and i they're the per, they're, they're the right level i felt of screen presence in camp that uh-huh. I, that i that i love the parts that i love about bond like that's what i love and with this it's like uh, much less that with bond and also i think less that with um uh Blofeld. So I was like, uh, I I I could really do with with some Donald Pleasance and Sean Connery right now. Um Wow. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I'm I'm the complete opposite. I love Telly Savalas and him being like, Good Merry Christmas, 007 <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love that. I love uh I, George Lazenby like I think he's underrated as a Bond. There's,
1: to me, there's no scar, there's no kitty, I don't know. I don't know. Oh,
0: then you're really going to hate the next Blowfield as uh but I don't know. He goes silly. The next Blowfield gets a little silly. He goes and drag the next blowfield goes in drag, so I think you're I gonna... might
1: I might love it because of that. Then, um, yeah. <laughs> what did I? What else did I write? Um, ski escape, and I'm pretty sure I wrote ski wrong. I wrote it with two e's. I know it's with an i. Um, that was fun. That was a nice. That was well. Um,
0: also, Bond is actually genuinely scared, which you don't get a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he had to go with one foot and he was like oh fuck you know he was trying to keep the other guy quiet uh, one of the bad guys as they were coming around you know trying to find him uh, like i yeah. said i love when they just give me something different like do not give me the same shit over time if we're gonna if we're gonna make this a regular thing go out of your way show me new locations show me new types of action sequence like this is the issue and poof <laughs> i always do this i'm bringing it back to star wars this is the ashu- issue one of my main issues with modern day star wars with a lot of what they do and it's like show me if you're going to give me one of these every fucking year show me something different I, okay. I you know you show me new planets show me new weapons show me new types of action scenes um, and at least so far in the Bond franchise, it really seems like they're going out of their way, like to do that, do, do that. Um, and they do that. They continue to do that with this film. Um, I wrote, fuck, that's an avalanche. Like that was <laughs> a real avalanche. Cause again, no CG. And they legit had people like, you could see little people running at the bottom of the avalanche. And I was like, did they kill people filming this film? I think it could have been uh blue screened. Uh, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like blue screen is really obvious in these old films. Like there are there are definitely shots when they're in the car where they're not actually driving, where he was yeah. skiing and he's not actually skiing. Like you could very easily tell what the blue screen is. I just recently rewatched uh, Tremors. Um <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's and that was that came out in nineteen ninety. And whenever they do blue screen like it's very obvious um even at that point so it's like i doubt they were capable of doing that shit at this time and not me not being able to tell it and when that avalanche shit looked fucking real it did not look blue screen um or a miniature
0: it was a miniature
1: maybe miniature although i feel like avalanche is more well actually no they did it. they i think they did that with um inception like that whole snow base being blown up at the end, I think it was all miniature. Yeah, maybe it was a miniature. I mean,
0: just like make a miniature town or anything like that. Miniature trees, mountainside, and just pour a bunch of flour on it.
1: Yeah, Call that's it
0: good. Um, Yeah, um, I, I like it. I like it. It's a really good action sequence. And, you know, it, it's all crescendoing down to like the end of the film.
1: Bobsled fight. That's fun. That's interesting. Again, because they went like, I, I like. At this point, you can kind of see how they're making these films. It's like, okay, what location have we not done? But what theme have we not done before? Oh, we're gonna go winter. Okay, what are the interesting things we can do with winter? Okay, we we ski fight, uh, a bobsled. Um, he can escape on the fucking. What are they called? (laughs) Ski lifts. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, I like that. That's cool. Um, Also, you're in the Alps, the Swiss Alps. Yeah, the Alps. Um, Which, by the way, beautiful lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. Cheese is amazing. Uh, Okay, so here we're kind of at the end. I was like, "Oh fuck, he's married," (laughs) and then, of course her dad obey your husband in all things this fucking guy <laughs> i wrote <laughs> poor money penny she never got to fuck that's <laughs> that's where the emotional strings were hidden for me like she money penny's there crying she never like she got teased for years for years and then got to had to s- fucking stand there at the wedding that's some bullshit
0: i with this movie like i like how bare bones it is too i mean you got you got a little bit of money penny and mm-hmm. uh, you never really got cue
1: no there was no cue
0: except in the beginning where he's just dis- uh where he's discussing uh radioactive lint <laughs> yeah in the beginning of the movie yeah and then he's just talking uh, m's ear off in the in the end during the wedding sequence mm-hmm. um but you more get M in this movie as well. I mean, he go to his house. you go to M's house in this movie uh, and he he uh, you find out what he does in his pastime and he collects butterflies mm-hmm.
1: you know which is nice.
0: Yeah. And also I like the scene with uh, with, uh, with Bond uh, Moneypenny, Penny and uh, M in the beginning of the movie where uh he's like you know make a note of this i'm uh, i'm resigning my post you know as uh as agent you know mm-hmm. when he's and i like that and i like how like money penny kind of has his back as well like you know not just uh, as a oh fuck buddy kind of thing but as a as a genuine friend like just like mm-hmm. instead of putting down a resignation later it's a more of a time of leave so he has time to seek out Blofeld during this time yeah. as well um, also the office scene when he's like going through all this, like all the stuff from his past, uh, uh adventures, adventures.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, uh, you have the you have the breather from, uh, Thunderball and the, and the, the song suitcase. Thunderball, the suitcase from, from Russia with love. Um, the, I think that it was a, I think that was a Honey Rider's, uh, belt mm-hmm. with a knife on it. Um, and it plays the Underneath the Mango Tree, and it's just all these, like, different callbacks and all that stuff that I think that it was really nice to see and kind of give, like, this series,
1: I guess, like, some chronologically... (laughs) But see, Uh. and then they do a decision here that I do not agree with. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) she got dry-bied. Fucking... uh blofeld went straight up gangster and drive by drive by them and the 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 only reason i don't agree with this is because i was like at this point i knew this was this uh specific um james bond's only film so i thought oh to keep chronology it would have been perfect to have him get married and then drive on t- into the sunset so then mm-hmm. next film when you get a different James Bond it's like oh okay so this one got married and went off and retired so then this new James Bond is a different guy isn't it? Yeah. so that was my whole kind of thing um, but we know they aren't playing by those rules I will say though um <laughs> That was the most emotional scene in any James Bond so far. Cuz yeah. James Bond actually seems like he gave a shit. Like I I just said like how in the last one he was with the, the Asian girl and then she dies and he's just like, "Ugh. Whatever." Anyway, next day, oh, a new beautiful girl, like nothing, like nothing at all. And it's like, "Oh my god, he actually had feelings for another woman, like another human being." That's insane. Uh <laughs> Yeah, and uh, like the way that
0: he like he's very remorseful too, and like the way that he he speaks is just like you know oh we have you know we have all the time in the world. uh, The way he's like
1: in denial, I think what's what makes it sad, because the cop comes by and he's like no she's just resting, you know we're we're gonna be on our way soon you know, uh we're you know we have all the time in the world you know like. It, it, to me, it's so crazy how they have like this very, like, oh, James Bond. And then they have this dark as fuck ending. And then it just ends. Like, it's so crazy yeah. to me. Like, they have this, the sad music and he's there crying over her. And then, like, a second later. <laughs> and I'm like, what the
0: fuck? I think it should have continued with. Uh... <laughs> With the orchestral uh, version of uh, "You Got All the Time of the World," which, by the way, great yeah. song, I
1: love it. Yeah, but um, I, I that like fuck was that whiplash? <laughs> uh, like when it cuts to the James Bond. Theme. Yeah, I'm like I'm st- to, again bringing back Star Wars. It's like if um, you know, you're my brother, Anakin. I loved you, and then I. It's like whoa, ease into it a bit. Yeah, with that, like I give them, but it kind of also frustrates me, you know. Because It frustrates me because it's like fuck, like as as emotional and as I think, well, they handle that where it's like wow, like he's in denial, all that shit. It would have worked so much better if she was in the whole film. If, if you saw the relation instead of just like five minute montage and then like, okay, now he goes off and then he'll come back to her at the end. I, I, uh-huh. I feel like if they had kept her throughout the film and you saw that shit grow and everyone's like, oh fuck, like James Bond is actually in love for the first time. And then when she dies, damn, like that's, that's a gut punch. Um, With here, I think it's still um emotional just because the way it's, it's done, you know, but it's not a gut bunch the way I think it could have been. Um, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and my last note for this film was, <laughs> that means Money Petty still has a chance. What um, if it was Money Petty who let Blofeld know who he was, where he was? And she's like, I'm in love with him. Just get her out of the picture and I'll tell you where he is. Oh, man. That that would be a twist. That's what they should do for the next film. I know they don't, but that's what they should have done. Money Penny's the main villain. Have you started with Diamonds Are Forever? No, 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 no. I barely finished this one. Okay, um, but no, I'm, right. I haven't done Diamonds Are Forever yet. No.
0: It there's kind of a connection with the ending and the beginning of the next one.
1: Well, this one felt like it was connected to the last one because it felt like, oh, Blofeld's been underground. Since the events of "You Only Live Twice," and he's been trying mm-hmm. to find him ever since then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so
0: M says that you've been you've been at it for two years, kind of
1: thing. Yeah. You've been unsuccessful. So it's it's a bit like, even though you say that, like only one. Which one did you say? Only one was a direct sequel. A um, uh, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. No, 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 no. Of the of the this these didn't choose. You said, um, what was the second one? Um, The second James Bond film ever made, after Dr. No. Oh, oh, uh, uh, from From Russia Russia with Love. You said that that was the the only direct sequel until um, Quantum of Solace and Casino Royale. Um, Yeah. Technically true. But I feel like so far... All of them feel as if they have a chronology to them. Like you, you very much like like I said with the whole Blofeld thing. It feels like you can, and ob- and all obviously them. they imply that by showing, uh, props from the 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 f- other the past movies. films. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, but like, oh, I'm I'm talking like overt sequel. Yeah, like, yeah. Imp- I get I get
1: what you're trying to say.
0: Like, the impacts of the first movie uh, directly impacts what happens in the second
1: movie. Basically, like, where you have to... Well, not have to, but it... I get what you're saying. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I get what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: I love Honor Majesty's Secret Service. uh, To me, it's one of the great Bond films. Um, It was greatly hated upon, initial release. uh Uh, but since then it's become, it, it's garnered its own cult following and it's become like this big old thing and resurgent as, uh, Bond, you know, films go. Um, and it's one of, uh, Christopher Nolan's favorite, uh, Bond films. Uh, if, what is, what does that hack know? Um, it, and it's just like it, a lot of people go like oh, Honor Majesty Secret Service. That's my favorite Bond film, you know, and all that stuff. And I could see that, and I I definitely feel that because it, it it it's different enough. It's different enough, and it gives you new things while also kind of simultaneously still sticking with the formula a little bit. And mm-hmm. but you get definitely good acting bits. I mean, especially with George Lazenby at the end of the movie and. Diana Riggs, she's amazing in the movie, and Tali Savalas, and it's just like all these different elements are really, really well-stringed together for me, and I could definitely see why somebody would like it. But also, I see your points of that, or the plot of the film goes to a screeching halt as soon as he goes to uh, the Swiss Alps, you know? So I definitely see where your points are coming from. Um, I just don't give a shit, and I love the movie um so
1: Yeah. <laughs> um it's one of my least favorites so far like okay. i i feel differently again different strokes different folks yeah um and i but i've told you this from the beginning um when it comes to spy shit, i love me some camp the okay. campier like that's why my shit is um the Kingsman like that's to me like that's what I yeah. want <laughs> out of my. That's why I think bullshit. that's
0: why I think you're gonna enjoy the Roger Moore era. Oh yeah, and isn't there like fucking twenty from him or something? There is at seven eight. Holy shit! Okay, let me think. Okay, Live and Let Die, Man with the Golden Gun, Spy Who Loved Me. Moonraker. You, for your eyes only. Octopusy, the spy who shagged view, me. A view to a view to a kill. Mm-hmm.
1: Seven. Okay, seven. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, sh- okay. Yeah how how many will um Daniel Craig have made six right five including No Time it's to Die one
0: the new one coming out yeah 5
1: that's 5 oh okay oh ooh, that's not even that much but there but was yet again mm-hmm.
0: but yet again uh because of like how long in between films yeah they they spent uh,
1: longer in between with craig
0: has had the longest tenure of all the bonds
1: yeah i was going to say they they take a longer time in between making them um yeah. which i mean yeah that's fine. Versus like the old ones that you, they would shell out a Bond film every year. Yeah, the first ones. It's like I, every single year they're throwing them out there. Um, when you look at the, uh, like when they're released, like, shoot, when was this one released? 1969. So, and which one was this one? Was this the fifth one? What number on Her Majesty's? Six. Six. So, like, shh. What? When did the first one come out, Doctor No? 1962. 62. So six films in like how many? Six years. Wait, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Six films in seven years. Like, yeah, they were pretty impressive. They were really fucking going full steam ahead. Um, yeah. This was a. I think this was a good episode, cause you saw this was the the first like okay bond transition,
0: yeah. yeah. And then we're gonna
1: get another one and then the, in the next uh-huh. episode.
0: Uh huh. We go from Sean Connery again, and then go directly into Roger Moore.
1: Oh okay okay.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: with Diamonds Are Forever and Live and Let Die. I guess he wanted to pay for a new beach house, huh? Sean yeah. Connery. <laughs> All right.
0: He, well they gave him a hefty paycheck I bet because come back because he was
1: done after he only yeah. lived twice yeah uh, from what I had read like he really hated the producers at this point
0: yeah Harry Saltzman and he he went on I think it was what's his name not I not Charlie Rowe what's uh what the old the old guy who used to run The Tonight Show. Oh, um...
1: I forgot. I know who you're talking he's,
0: about. He's the gold standard of uh-huh. where everybody's like, oh, The Tonight Show and all that yeah. stuff. Anyway, I, I know what his name is. But uh, he went in, he was like, uh, who's your favorite uh, Bond villain? Uh, Sean Connery. And he said, uh, uh, Cubby Broccoli. <laughs> And that's who Sarah Bond villain is, but yeah, when he when he was uh, promoting Never Say Never Again, that's what that's what happened. But yeah, so we're gonna get into Diamonds Are Forever. Um, We're gonna talk all that stuff. We're gonna talk about Charlie Gray. Uh We're gonna talk about Jill Saint John. We're gonna talk about everything like that, and. What have you. And then we're going to get into some live and let die. And it's going to be amazing. And, <laughs> and live and let die is just a wild ride of a film. So like, we can't wait to get to that. So anyway, final thoughts, Peter.
1: Um, it, it had elements. I liked it had some of my favorite elements. Like I said, I, I thought it was interesting seeing uh, a gentler bond. I really, uh, Lady Elena, easily best uh, bond
0: mm-hmm.
1: girl so far I I really liked her and my only issue is I wish they would have done more with her Um, I like that they're committed to to still doing new and interesting set pieces and different locations Um, not my favorite Um, in fact it felt a little slow at me for times at times with these films they they gotta they gotta keep moving for me but overall, there's still a lot of good shit in there. Where I'm like, yeah, I totally get why people uh, attach themselves to this one, especially. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Uh,
0: same. A little bit, a little bit more heavy, heavy-handed with the uh, with the honor, majesty, secret service stuff. I I just love it. I love that slow burn. I just like I'm, I'm in it for the ride. Uh, it's good stuff for me but anyway did you like what you heard here And if you did you could check us out everywhere you listen to podcasts everything under the red spotlight entertainment network which is uh google play music spotify stitcher tune in apple wooshka and everything else uh, yeah, and you could check us out, uh, the Fantasy Fair, you can check out, uh, uh, To the Table, and that's up and running, and that's going full forced, um, and Red Spotlight Entertainment, you know, uh, uh it's January, and it's nearing Oscar season, you know what that means? It means that we're, uh, we're getting close with our 2010, 2019, uh, yeah. lists, um, I just got done last night. Um, Wait a minute. Oh fuck! Never mind. I'm not. I'm not done. I'm not done. I need one more movie to watch. Oh god. I need one more to watch. Okay. Never mind. I thought I was done. Peter, you said you're done,
1: right? I am done. 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 And happy to be. Okay. Okay your 100 films (laughs) yes my 100 films
0: they're all locked Uh, and then uh alexa soto i believe is done i still have one more film to watch before i i call it good um but yeah that's coming and then also we have the decade list of in uh in films that we're gonna do so expect plenty of content uh, uh coming out uh so yeah everyone uh... Stay shaken, not stirred. Bye.